what to do when you're up against a hard bargainer. So, who will you be negotiating with during your next negotiation? Are you going to be dealing with a hard bargainer? There are some negotiators out there who seem to think that if they want to get their way in a negotiation, then they're going to have to use hard bargaining negotiation styles and negotiating techniques to make it happen. This means that they'll have no problems resorting to using extreme demands, unethical behavior, and perhaps even threats to get what they want. These are the very negotiators who don't realize that negotiation is not a win-lose activity. However, since you'll be dealing with them, what should you do when they start to apply their hard bargaining tactics on you? Using personal insults. (laughs) Wait a minute. Do people really do this during a negotiation? (laughs) The answer is yes. And there's a very good reason for why a negotiator may start to hurl personal insults at you. It turns out that personal attacks can feed on your insecurities and make you vulnerable. By insulting you, the other side is trying to take your mind off of the negotiations and instead get you to focus on the things that you don't feel that you do well. Don't allow them to do this to you. Instead, take a break from the negotiations if you feel yourself getting flustered. Let the other party know that you won't tolerate insults and other cheap ploys. With a little luck, This should bring the insults to an end. Bluffing, puffing, and lying. During a negotiation, anyone can say anything. This does not mean that it's going to be true. As a negotiator, you need to take everything that the other side tells you with a grain of salt. Understand that they may be exaggerating or misrepresenting the facts in an attempt to throw you off your guard. When the other side tells you something, what you need to do is be skeptical about any claims that seem to be too good to be true. It's going to be your responsibility to take the time and investigate what you've been told closely. Make sure that you check everything out because you can't trust anything the other side tells you. Threats and Warnings When the other side feels the negotiation is not going in the direction that they'd like it to go, they're going to start to become desperate. When this happens, it's entirely possible that they're going to result to issuing both threats and warnings to you. When this happens, you need to know how to deal with them. The first thing that you're going to want to do is to make sure that you recognize when you're being threatened. Once you realize what's going on, you're going to want to do one of two different things. The first is to ignore it. A threat that causes no reaction from you is a threat that does not work. Alternatively, you can stop the negotiations and name the threat. This is always embarrassing for the other side and can cause them to withdraw the threat and then the negotiations can move on. Belittling your alternatives. When we go into a negotiation, it's our responsibility to make sure that we know what our alternatives to reaching a deal with the other side are. In the world of negotiating, this is called knowing our best alternative to a negotiated agreement, or BATNA. The other side is going to be aware that we have options. What they're going to, going to want to do is to try to convince us that we really don't have any other options. We have to strike a deal with them, no matter what the terms of that deal are. The way that they'll try to make us believe this is by spending time belittling your BATNA. 
when you see that this is what they're doing, don't let them be successful. Make sure that you don't let them shake your resolve. Understand that you do have options and a deal with the other side is only one such option. Good cop, bad cop. Negotiating is not always a one-on-one -on -one sport. The other side may have shown up with two or more negotiators. If this has happened, you need to understand that the different negotiators may have made an agreement before the negotiations started to play different roles. A classic example of this is taken from the world of police negotiations in which one of the negotiators comes across as being reasonable and someone that you can work with, while the other negotiator comes across as being tough and unreasonable. You need to understand that this is all an act and the other side is working with each other. Don't allow yourself to be taken in by such hard bargaining tactics. What all of this means for you. In the world of negotiating, there are all sorts of people that we encounter. One type of negotiator is the so-called hard bargainer, who is most comfortable using hard bargaining techniques to get the deal that they want. You need to recognize this type of negotiator and be prepared for their negotiating techniques. Hard bargainers may use personal insults to try to get what they want. If they do this, you need to not get flustered and let the other side know that you won't tolerate this kind of behavior. You can't believe everything that the other side tells you. When they say something, you will need to verify that it's correct. If the other side feels cornered, they may start issuing threats and warnings. You need to recognize them and ignore them or give them names. In every negotiation, you have alternatives to reaching a deal with the other side. Don't let the other side tell you otherwise. Finally, if you're negotiating with multiple parties, keep in mind that they may have coordinated and decided to play different roles in the negotiation. We, can't, we really can't do anything about a hard bargainer when we encounter them. However, we can do something about the hard bargainer techniques that they use. We need to identify the techniques that are being used against us, and then we need to take action to make sure that it won't be successful. We can get the deal that we want from our next principled negotiation, and we don't have to let a hard bargainer determine how we get there.